Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Episode 11 now. It is episode 11 now. <laughs> we in the teens almost. This is exciting. Oh, no. I feel like an official podcaster. Nice dance. People are wanting to collab with us. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but they're messaging us. But like, they're reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is real cool. It is. It's a lot of pressure on my end because it's all on Instagram, but it's a good time. Thank you, people. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not going to say any names because that's weird, but what's up? We see you because we've talked. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Actually, like, seconds ago, right before we started recording. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you never answered my question if your store was still set to 70 degrees. Oh, right. Okay, so I am there until 1. I leave work Thursday. I'm supposed to be there until 1.30 on Friday. I don't even get home before my manager calls me. And I'm like... <gasps> what now did what did i did i not clock out like what's happening she's like hey someone called out so can you come in tomorrow at like nine and i'll just open the store for a couple hours because if you're there all day then you'll have like crazy overtime and i'm like it's only two hours how much how crazy could it be (laughs) like it would be (laughs) at most two hours but i was like yeah sure i guess whatever i should have just gone in tuesday because if i went in tuesday and had six extra hours then she couldn't have had me come in for most of the day Friday. Because <laughs> that would have definitely put it in overtime. But I went in. And the <laughs> thermos, I'm like, the thermostat, like, why is the air on already? It's 9 a.m. But whatever, I don't hate it. And I went back there and I looked at it and it was set to 70. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> because it's fucking hot in here. And no, it resets at some point after the store closes. So <laughs> it's still, it's back Suck. up. Yeah, my least favorite customer came in today. Definitely, I know this one is number one because I know that I've talked <laughs> a couple weeks ago about someone who was in like the top five who I have not seen oh, since. God. But my least favorite customer came in today. The guy, I think I've mentioned it before, <laughs> but the one who will go pout in the car and leave his wife in the store if I don't do something he wants. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So he comes in. It was just him. His wife was waiting in the car. He comes in. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, just dropping off. And he's like, yeah, but I want you to count them and I want my bag back. And I'm like, okay, why couldn't you just count them? Because you always bring a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> and it's, what a jerk. Yeah, it's so annoying. And I'm like, okay. So I go up there and he has two bags. And he's like, this one's just hangers. And I'm like, okay. So I grab it and I put it on the floor next to me because I have to dump his fucking bag out <laughs> and count all the shit. And he's like, can I have that bag back? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you expect me to do with all the hangers right now? I need to, <laughs> I'm going to count your shirts. And then I'm going to do something with the hangers. And he's like, oh, it's hot in here. Is the air broken? And I'm like, nope, just doesn't kick on until it gets to 78. He's like, 78? I would protest. And I didn't say anything. He's like, I would protest your managers. (laughs) I don't say anything. (laughs) Just like, keep counting. And I'm like, you can't have a conversation and demand that I count your 30 items. Thank you. So then I just gave him his ticket. And I went to the back and I dumped all the hangers out because... So we recycle the hangers, but by recycle, we mean reuse, which means that our asses have to stand there and untangle all of your wire hangers that you shoved into a bag and then demanded I take and give you your bag back. What do you think I'm going to do with those hangers? So I just dumped them out behind the counter and gave him his bag back. 
What a turd. Yeah, he sucks. Why couldn't his wife have come in? Oh, she did. <laughs> she did after he went to the car. And pouted. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, he didn't pout because I gave him his stuff back and he like the transaction was over, so he left. And then she comes in. And she's like, oh, I have a coupon. Do you need to see that now? And I'm like, it's helpful if you have it now. Especially because it was a 50% off one, which means we have to send it in to the office. Because, like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) So they want to keep track of that. So the 50%'s off. Yeah, we need when you drop off. But she (laughs) she comes in and she's like, oh, I have a coupon. And I'm like, yeah, it's helpful if we have it at drop off. And she's like, oh, okay. What do you need? Uh, Because there's a barcode and i just i forgot to send it in with him and i'm like you guys are the worst <laughs> just why couldn't they have just come in together i know <laughs> so i just printed it off i'm like is it the 50 percent? she's like yeah i'm like okay bye <laughs> i'll just do it all for myself thanks jesus yeah. that's annoying yeah. i'm sorry i had a good week at work i got a lot of shit done with several projects I'm managing, like, three or four different projects right now. Yeah. And I'm at a point where I'm waiting for work to come back to me because I've done my part on getting it out to people. Yeah. So now I'm waiting for the work to come back. So it's been a real good week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, like, lightweight and fun. Uh, we got out at 2 o'clock on Friday, which was sweet. I have a question. Yes. You are going into the office. Yes. Do you guys wear masks? Are you allowed to wear masks? So here's the thing. Currently, there's only eight of us there. Yeah. And we all have committed to each other that when we're not at work, we're pretty much staying home and doing the bare minimum going out. Yeah. We haven't been wearing masks simply because we can keep that six feet apart rule in place. But as we bring people back, uh, we are going to, we have already purchased and have received like 350 masks, shit, like a couple gallons of sanitizer. We've ordered some bleach. We're going to make our own bleach wipes and spray so we can wipe stuff down. So we're going to do that. We're going to make certain areas of our office, like, one way. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. It'll keep people from passing each other in the hallway, which will make it way easier to keep that six feet distance. Yeah. So that'll be good. Because I was thinking about so, that because you guys are, like, corporate and I'm, I mean, essentially retail. So, so I'm like, they don't really, I mean, they want us to wear masks, obviously. We only have the disposable ones so i have a reusable mask that is branded for something else but nobody said anything to me about it so i'm gonna wear it hey i would if they're not gonna get us reusable masks then i'm gonna wear a different one so they can deal with it exactly i would yeah i mean at least you're wearing your your mask yeah you're doing what they're asking but yeah so as of right now we haven't been simply because like i said we can keep distance but moving forward we're gonna start Hopefully bringing people back June 1 and then filtering people back in slowly after that in several week increments just so <laughs> if anyone is sick, then we can monitor that. Yeah. On who that might have been that brought it into the office. Yeah. Also, speaking of Friday, Stefan had his antibody test on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we will find out the results of that either tomorrow or Tuesday. Okay. So <laughs> that will be exciting. I will honestly be surprised if it's negative. Yeah? Yeah. I will be surprised if it's negative. He was so sick, dude. The sickest I've ever seen anyone. Yeah. And he works in Lake Oswego, which is where the first diagnosed case was. He goes to the Trader Joe's where the first diagnosed case was <laughs> shortly after he was he was sick. So it only makes sense that that very well could have been. If it's not, I won't be surprised because other sicknesses exist. But the severity of how sick he was 
is really what makes me think that that's what it was. Yeah. And then I like distinctly remember two weeks after that, not even like two weeks, I'd probably say like a week or so after that, I had a little bit of a sore throat and stuff, stuffy nose, but I specifically remember being like, why the hell can't I taste anything? I don't taste anything. I don't smell anything. Like what is going on? And then a couple days go by and I gain my smell back. I'm like, oh, that was really weird, but maybe it was just because of my stuffy nose. And then come to find out, like, that's a symptom. So that also leads me to believe that maybe he very well did have it and we just got lucky. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know until we know. So. Yeah. I don't think that I've had it because I I mean, I, I haven't been sick. But there have been a couple days where, okay, so I don't have allergies. Like, I don't get seasonal allergies ever. <laughs> but a couple days I've gotten up and, like, my nose is running, like, a lot. Like, I can't, like, <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom at work and blow my nose because it's just, like, leaking everywhere. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> it's really weird. My allergies this year have been so bad. This is the first year I've had to consistently take meds for them. I'm not sure why that is. But it is, and it's been terrible. My ears are itchy, my eyes are watering, my nose is running. I know that I have allergies, and they've gotten worse as I've gotten older, but this year it's kicked my ass. Yeah. So it very well may be a touch of seasonal allergies, but also it's good that you're aware that you don't normally have that, and that could could be something. Yeah. Good, good job body scanning. Well, I don't get sick, and I don't have allergies. <laughs> so I'm like, why is my nose just like running (laughs) so weird but it'll be like a couple hours in the morning and then i'll be fine like by the time i get off work i'm like this is so weird that is weird anyways (laughs) what is your first topic oh it's me we already talked about this and then i forgot okay it is you this one's gonna be pretty divisive (laughs) oh i like it okay my first topic is ranch (laughs) oh i like it okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't remember if you liked it or you didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go over. I don't even know that I so much like it as I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take over for just a quick brief second and I'm going to let you have your topic. Our favorite pizza place is called Ranch because they have the best ranch they serve with their pizza. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, and that's literally why it's my favorite place is because of their fucking ranch. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I like it. You like it. That's all that matters because we're the only people talking right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's talk about ranch dressing. Yes. Ranch, 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 ranch. I was going to double check his name because in Wikipedia, it's with an A, but in a different article I read, it was with an E and I don't know which name is right, but we're just going to call him what I have written down because that's what I'm going to remember. Perfect. So, in the early 50s, Steve Hansen created what is known now as ranch dressing while he was working as a plumber, I think. Some sort of electrician or plumber or something in the Alaskan bush. Ranch came from the Alaskan bush? Yeah! Thank you, Alaska! That is the last place I would have imagined that came from. He was born in, I think, Nebraska. But he was in Alaska, and I'm going to thank Alaska. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hey, thanks. Thanks, Alaska. Yeah, so... That is not where I thought that would have come from. No. Very cool. Yeah. So basically, he moved there in 1949 when he got a job as something, (laughs) like an electrical plumber or something. I don't know. Something. Doing that kind of- Some craftsman. Yeah. Some craftsman work up there. And it was a bunch of guys who were all working on something. I don't know. But 
<laughs> nobody, nobody said what their business specifically was, but it was a bunch of like handyman people. And he kind of invented this like dressing that they would, because they all cooked together, obviously, because they got to eat. So he just kind of like put some herbs and some like buttermilk and mayo and put it on a salad. And they're like, hey, this is pretty good. So in 1954, Steve and his wife, Gail, moved from Alaska to Santa Barbara County, California, and opened Hidden Valley Ranch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's how Hidden Valley was formed. Yeah, it was another ranch. They took it over and named it Hidden Valley. And it was a dude ranch. Uh, So basically a bunch of tourists would go up to Santa Barbara County because it's beautiful and they would stay at the dude ranch and just like ride horses and go on hikes and stuff. And apparently they drank a lot and it got wild. I don't know. (laughs) I don't have any specific (laughs) details, but they loved the ranch. And also they loved the ranch. (laughs) (laughs) So much so that Steve and Gail would just make up extra jars to send home with people as like souvenirs and they started people wanted to like they didn't want to travel with it i don't know they were flying or something but they didn't want to like travel with this pre-made stuff so they would just ask for like all the dry parts like the dry mix parts and just take that home and then mix up their own dressing when they got home so that's where the dry mix started in 1954 or the early 50s at least yeah, you would think that wow. that innovation came later and, like, they figured out how the dehydrating process worked. Wild. Okay. Yeah. So they also started selling the dry mix at the, like, local corner store because people fucking love this stuff, right? <laughs> They're all about it. Yeah. And eventually they opened a factory to start mass producing and packaging and selling the ranch. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. Now I know how Hidden Valley started. Exactly. I didn't know that it was a real ranch. Me either. (laughs) I mean, I know the commercials, but I don't know. Cool. Yeah. So in 1970, they, I mean, assume Steve and Gail, but at least the production moved to Sparks, Nevada. And in October of 1972, they were bought by Clorox for $8 million in 1972. Jesus. (laughs) They were bought by Clorox? Clorox, who still owns and produces ranch dressing to this day. Hold up. (laughs) The cleaning company? Yes. That weirds me <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> Hidden Valley went from real cool to real not in like two seconds. Yeah. You would switch to a different brand if you're weirded out by that, but it's only produced in two different factor in two factories in the country. So you don't have to worry about cross contamination with like bleach. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like obviously it's like food safe. Yeah, it's there's a factory weird. in Reno and one over closer to the east coast. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the 80s is when it started to become a popular snack food flavor. And as we know today, it's in any kind of snack you can get in ranch flavor. People love it. Corn nuts, Doritos. Exactly. The first one was actually Doritos in 87, started making their Cool Ranch flavor. And in 1984, they started making the ranch flavored Wavy Lays. Oh, Those were the first two snacks that became ranch flavored. Ranchified. <laughs> They're both chips. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Because you're going to dip your chips in it anyway. So. Exactly. Might as well get it on there to start with. And you don't got to have the dip. Genius. <laughs> Since 1992, it has been the best selling salad dressing. It overtook Italian in 1992. And it has remained the champion for the last 
28 years. Wild. That's a long time. Yeah. That's, That's as old as you. Literally as long as I've been alive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might have been earlier. If it overtook Italian before September, then it's longer than I've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Maybe that's why we love ranch dressing. Cause... Because that's all we've ever known. <laughs> yeah, it's number one, man. Exactly. So in 2017, they did a study or a survey and 40% of Americans named ranch as their favorite flavor of dressing, which makes sense because this is America and we are built on ranch dressing. America. It is the fuel in our fires car it just kind of <laughs> I was gonna say cars but that was not it. <laughs> i was and then i almost said it's the blood in our or i meant to say veins it's the fuel in like our veins band, it's not the blood in our veins <laughs> that was just a big fail so i figured we would just talk about that's all the facts i have but cool well except for this one other fact but i figured we would just talk about our love of ranch so i went to the hidden valley ranch website which is kind of wild they have the the top of their website, at least the mobile version, has three tabs. Okay, they have home or about or whatever the main page is. They have products and they have rewards. One of their tabs is... And Valley has rewards? Yeah. So apparently you make a can- an account and you sign up for their like ranch club or whatever the fuck it's called. And you like get points for going on and watching recipe videos and stuff like that. And then you can win like ranch merchandise and like samples <laughs> I'm like what's happening that is the weirdest rewards program i've ever heard of in my exactly. life that's like weirder than the campbell soup labels like yeah i mean we i did that as a kid we always did that so did i my school that was it, in the box but, tops <laughs> yeah well we didn't do the box tops because we bought the cheap bags of cereal anyway that's beside the point we're talking about ranch <laughs> and let's all the get back to ranch so i went to the products tab right and i'm like let's see how many individual unique products hidden valley ranch offers forget all of the other brands that make ranch hidden valley ranch discounting the things that are like original ranch and then original ranch in an easy squeeze bottle i didn't include like separate packaging but like each individual like flavor or product there are 60 individual products Wow. 60 different forms of ranch dressing that is impressive yeah (laughs) and that's just one brand that's 60, 60 different variations of one flavor. Exactly. Think about going to the grocery store and stand in the salad dressing aisle. Look at all the ranch. <laughs> so many. That's a lot of choices. It is a lot of choices. Like, so one of the wildest products that I saw on their website, they have three like dipping sauce squeezy things. They have like zesty or something. And then they have like a buffalo flavor, which is normal. And then they have ranch dipped pizza ranch dipped pizza flavored dip they're taking all the work out of dipping the pizza in the ranch and you just squeeze that baby right into your mouth and enjoy it like it's a fucking wonka product and you just have to chew the gum and then you have a full roast dinner (laughs) i don't know how i feel about (laughs) it had like 85 percent positive reviews (laughs) that's so high for ranch dipped pizza flavor ranch what does that even mean? You're just telling me it's pizza flavored ranch. You don't have to put ranch dip pizza. It's already ranch. That's going to be the base. Right. You're just putting tomatoes. I was like, and I feel like it's super redundant. <laughs> yeah. So that's wild. That's so. Come on, Hidden Valley. <laughs> it's so crazy to me. I don't know why that like broke my mind. I'm like, you're taking all the fun out of dipping the pizza in the ranch. Yeah. And also, how good can liquid pizza flavor be? I, I, yeah, I don't know what's in it. 
to make it taste like that, but it's wild. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think my favorite ranch-flavored anything is ranch-flavored corn nuts. Dude, I love corn nuts. So do I. See, for me, I love ranch, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I also like other salad dressings, yeah. so I have to, like, want ranch to enjoy it. Does that make yes. sense? Okay. So, it's getting to be, like, summer, which is barbecue season, which means you got you go to that store, you get that veggie tray, you dip those carrots and cherry tomatoes in that little ranch container. And I was like, man, that sounds good. And then I was on, I did a grocery order from Sprouts, our, like, health food store. And not a health food store. It's like bigger Trader Joe's, basically. It's like a yeah. farmer's market style. And I was I was like, you know, I'm just going to like look and see what kinds of like non-dairy ranch they have. They had a tub from Good Karma brand of non-dairy ranch dip. Like the thick one, not like liquidy dressing. And I'm like, that yeah, is exactly dip. what I'm looking for. So I ordered that. Did you buy it? Yeah, I did. It's in my fridge right yes. now. Yes. I got carrots and broccoli and ranch tub and it's everything I needed. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I love ranch. Sometimes we'll just be like cruising through the like veggie section of the store and I'll look over and see the trays and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to grab one of those $5 trays from Safeway because that sounds dang good and I just want the ranch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The last year I lived in Washington, Taylor and I went to Ricky's Barbecue for the 4th of July uh-huh. And we stopped at Safeway. I think it was actually, it might have been like, we were also at the lake to watch the, I don't know if it was on the 4th of July. It was around the 4th of July because I know that we went to the lake also with Ricky and watched the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor and I stopped at Safeway or somewhere and grabbed a veggie tray. And then we just like stood in the kitchen and ate the whole thing to ourselves because we're like, none of these stoned assholes want vegetables, so we're going to eat it. <laughs> I would. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite things to do when I'm stoned is... Yeah. I mean, we were also stoned assholes, so... (laughs) (laughs) We we were the stoned assholes. (laughs) So I have that tub of ranch, and also I am a ranch on pizza person. I saw a tweet that was like, food never did anything to us to deserve us dipping it in ranch. And I'm like, counterpoint, ranch is delicious. I know that people don't like ranch, which is why this is a divisive topic, but I enjoy ranch and it's real good. What's your first topic? My first topic is The Lion King. Yay! Okay, so... Did did you guess it after I talked about it? No, I thought it was going to be basketball. (laughs) And then you said, have we talked about basketball? And I was like, no, but apparently you're not talking about it this week either then. (laughs) (laughs) I got you! So yeah, my first topic this week is The Lion King. Okay, I was actually just thinking about your Lion King tattoo because I've been listening to... I sent you that snap yesterday where I was listening to... I thought it was going to be Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. <laughs> I, was getting, was not. I was getting ready. And I'm like, fuck yeah. This is the best song in the whole movie. Let's do this. And then it was Japanese. And I'm like, sorry, what? It was very confusing. But I've been listening to the Disney station on Pandora. So I have heard like the one that Elton John did... Can you feel the love tonight? And Hakuna Matata came on today. And I was just thinking about you. Because <laughs> you love the Lion Aww. King. Yes. So, thus why it's my topic today. It's part of who I am. Fundamentally as a person. 
So The Lion King was a Disney animated film released in 1994, specifically June 15th, 1994. It was directed by Roger Allen and Rob Minkoff. I'm going to read IMDb summary because (laughs) I think it's one of the better, shorter ones. Well, I mean... Okay. It's IMDb. Well, A, everybody knows The Lion King, but also it's Hamlet. Exactly. I was going to go there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good. I was going to go there. Uh, A lion cub prince is checked by his uncle into thinking he caused his father's death and flees into exile in despair, only to later accept in adulthood his identity and his responsibilities. And then I literally wrote, sounds like Hamlet. (laughs) (laughs) And I was reading, it is based off of Hamlet. Mm -hmm. So that was my next sentence. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas played young Simba. Yeah, he did. We all know who that is. I mean, some Uh, people might not, but we love Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. He was... (laughs) Just explain for the people who Jonathan Taylor Thomas was. Oh, God. So many things. He was so many things. Uh, he was the Home Alone, yes. Macaulay Culkin. No, not Culkin. Home Alone. Uh, no. Santa Claus. No. Jonathan Taylor no, Thomas was not the Santa Claus. What am I... Hold on a second. I... He was in a Home Improvement. He was one of the boys. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> That's all I got. I think he was in the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or, uh, no, he wasn't. He's, okay, he's in a Christmas movie. It's not, it's not either of those. It's not Jingle All the Way. It's not any of the ones that we've named. It's no. The, his, he gets lost in the desert. Oh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yes, that one. That, see, that was what I was thinking of. I was like, he's in a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. I know he is. Which I have seen exactly once. I have not seen that. Yeah. It's weird. But I, which is why I was like, I know he's in a movie. And I knew it was not Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> it just... Good. Because <laughs> everybody does know that. Yes. No, I knew that it was not that. I was. I literally saw the Santa Claus, because that's what I was thinking he was in, and mm-hmm. then I was like, God, no, that's not the it's one. It's a similar poster. Yes. Yeah. So, Jonathan Taylor Thomas played young Simba. Mm-hmm. Nikita Harris played young Nala. Matthew Broderick, he played Simba. Matthew Broderick, for those that don't know, <laughs> is also known as Ferris Bueller. Moira Kelly played old Nala. She was also Karen Rowe on One Tree Hill from, like, 2009 to 2013 or something like that. Rowan Atkinson played Zazu. Really? I didn't know that. I love Mr. Bean. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say he's also known as Mr. Bean or Johnny English. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson's great. James Earl Jones played Mufasa. He is Darth Vader in the Star Wars series. Yep. I did not know that. Jeremy Irons played Scar. Really? And yes. Most recently, he played Alfred yeah. in the Batman. I was going to say Superman. he was hot Alfred in Superman in BBS. <laughs> so you can thank Hot Scar next time you watch that movie. Well, I don't know what he looked like when he was younger, but he's hot Alfred now. <laughs> <laughs> he he is very attractive as he's older yeah. as he's aged. Whoopi Goldberg played Shenzi, which is one of the hyenas, and that kind of just rounded out that star-studded cast. Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost and sister act and everything else that you've ever seen Whoopi Goldberg on <laughs> in case you yes. didn't know. I don't feel like I need to like state who Whoopi is because everybody knows who Whoopi well, is. Well everybody knows James Earl Jones too you just don't know Star Wars that well. I don't. Uh, Simba is Swahili for lion. Creative. And so is Hakuna Matata which is literally translated also in Swahili to no worries which is why Mean Hakuna Matata no means no worries. In its initial run, Lion King grossed $766 million worldwide in 1994. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But they got that kid adult movie. So they did. Cartoon movies notoriously make a lot of money because they have to make, they they have to double sell every ticket. 
Genius. Genius. Yep. Lyricist Tim Rice, who was also working on songs for Aladdin at the time, was invited to write songs for The Lion King. Tim Rice also invited Elton John to help him write the tracks, and together they co-wrote The Circle of Life, I Just Can't Wait to Be King, Be Prepared, Hakuna Matata, and Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Yep. I heard two of those today. <laughs> Which is why you were thinking yep. about me. So Disney did have some drama in regards to the, some of the music that was used in the movie. The use of the song The Lion Sleeps Tonight led to disputes between Disney and the family of South African Solomon Linda, who composed the song in 1939 under the title Maboob. That's probably not how you say it, but it's M-B-U-B-E. There's no accent marks. There's nothing. That was just how it was spelled. So I'm going to call it Maboob. In 2014... Linda's family filed a lawsuit against Disney seeking $1.6 million in royalties. In February 2006, the heirs reached a legal settlement with Abilene Music, who held the worldwide rights to the song and had licensed the song to Disney, and they settled for an undisclosed amount of money. Some of the sequels are Lion King 2, which was released in 1998, Lion King 1 1.5, <laughs> which was released in 2004, and they have tons of series and spinoffs, like literally so many I could not even write them. Yeah. So that's pretty much all the facts I have about the also Lion the King. live action um, version, which just came out. Yes, uh, I was going to talk about that, and then also talk about the Broadway series. Yeah, the Broadway show, yeah. the new Lion King that came out. I almost refused to see it. I have not watched it. I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna go the day that it opens because I want to form my own opinion. So I did, and I actually really liked it. Once you got used to the fact that animal-looking animals were talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you got used to that and kind of, like, got over it, it was actually a pretty good movie. They didn't obviously stray too far from the storyline because it's The Lion King. How could you, right? Yeah. Aside from the live-action Lion King, that actually only got, like, a 50% or, like, 59% approval rating on IMDb. I was like, well, damn. I mean, it's not critical reviews. It's user-generated, so. Yes. But I, being the Disney lover that I am, I'm surprised that not many people liked it like I, did. I don't know that that's necessarily true i do know that a lot of disney people who love the cartoon didn't like it but also i think it suffers from the i don't like the premise of this how can you oh. live actionify my favorite childhood cartoon and memories and i'm just gonna give it a negative review anyway without seeing it so and see that's how i felt at first i was like fuck this i'm not gonna see it but i was like you know what no i'm gonna be an informed individual and i'm gonna go see that shit myself yeah. so i did i guess that's what that makes me apart from those people <laughs> aside from that they also have the broadway show which i got to go see in december of 2018 which was freaking amazing i got to go see that in seattle at the paramount theater i had wanted to see that for my entire life and I got tickets for my birthday and may or may not have cried. (laughs) I cried during the opening scene, during the circle of life. Uh, I cried at the end. It was all just real good. I think it was more or less just being overwhelmed by the experience of being there and finally getting to see it. In the middle of the Broadway show though, Pumbaa sprained his ankle. Oh no. He went to go, yeah, he went to go like jump over a leaf or something and he, like, jumped and then, like, dropped straight to the ground. And then, like, you could tell he was, like, improving. Yeah. And then everybody else kind of picked up on it. And then pretty soon, like, the lights, like, came up and the curtains went closed. <laughs> and then we had a 20-minute intermission so they could tape his ankle. And out came the curtains again. Oh, no. <laughs> and on went the show. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. But it was cool, though. It was, like, that is what you miss when you go to a movie. You don't get to see that live possibility of a mistake (laughs) which is why i appreciate plays and it was so cool for me to be able to go see my favorite movie in the play in play form yeah so yeah i as i mentioned have the lion king on my body uh on my 
right foot. I have in the movie Rafiki draws Simba on the tree and then swishes across his forehead with the fruit juice. And that is what I have tattooed on my foot, along with the words Hakuna Matata, which is literally my life mantra. Uh, No worries. So uh, life's easier that way. No worries. We good. So yeah, that is um, why I love The Lion King. I like The Lion King. It's not one of my, I want to put it in my like top five Disney movies, but I liked it. Yeah. It's, I feel like Disney's so personal for so many people. Mm-hmm. You have to relate, like, all of our experiences relate to, obviously, what we're interested in. And Disney just offers so many of those experiences in movie form that it's almost impossible to meet someone who has the same top five. Yeah. (laughs) There's also a surprising lack of Lion King at Disneyland. There is. I have not been to Disneyland. I don't know why I agreed with you. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was thinking Disney World and I was like, wait a second, Animal Kingdom's a thing. Mm-hmm. Disney World is just so massive that we had to visit each park one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes I forget pieces and parts and I forgot that the Tree of Life is in Animal Kingdom. Yep. Okay. That's all I have for Lion King. Okay. Are you ready for my second topic? Yes. Okay. What is it? My second topic was difficult to research, but we're just going to see how this goes. Okay. Okay. So my second topic is ambient noise. Okay. <laughs> you can't see the like face that I'm making. But so first I looked up white noise and I'm like, I know it's not called white noise because white noise is the static that you get on the TV mm-hmm. and it's ambient noise. But when you look up ambient noise, you don't get many better search results. No. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult thing to look up for the purpose that I'm looking it up because I have like science blindness. Once I see the word hurts, my brain just stops absorbing information. (laughs) (laughs) Brain shuts off. Yeah. So I'm not talking about this like scientifically because I got nothing. But ambient noise is technically any sound other than the sound being monitored. So like right now we're talking, but if we wanted to, so when they make, when they make like movies and TV, you roll for room tone, right? So you have like your mm-hmm. mic and basically nobody talks and you just like, you know, empty room or whatever, like wherever you are, you just run that so that later when you're editing, you can go in and you can edit out that noise and it'll find like that pattern in the recording and it'll cut out all of those sounds. <laughs> like it'll cut out that layer, but I want that. I just I want just a movie of the of the background noise basically. <laughs> so it's anything uh basically it's environmental noises. So like water waves. It said water waves. <laughs> that is verbatim what the article said. Water waves, traffic, alarms, extraneous speech. So like if someone's having a conversation behind us or like if we could hear Stefan like on the phone, that would you know That would be ambient noise. Yes. Animals and like electrical hums so like a fridge or like if you i had the air on still which i have done a couple times and i'm like fuck i gotta go turn that off (laughs) whoops yeah so there i found an article that where they were talking to a professor named jonas brosh it's probably jonas because his last name has two a's in it and a double A last name usually means that it's a yeah sound. <laughs> but I'm going to call him Jonas because he's a professor. <laughs> we're American. Well, he's a professor here somewhere. Oh, okay. So they were like, hey, what's up with this? Because I listen to it. I'll like pull up a video or something of like rain just like to have some background noise. So it's not just like not sitting here in the silence. Silence. Yeah. So it could be. 
that animals go quiet when a predator is near. So it unsettles us when it's absolutely silent because somewhere in our minds, we're like, this is dangerous. Something is about to happen, right? That's fascinating. Especially right now. Everyone's at home because of the pandemic. And so if we're all just sitting in complete silence, it's like we know that there literally is something just like right on the verge and it freaks us out even more. That's so so wild. Yeah, so the like the search results have gotten more for like that kind of background noisy stuff. Interesting. Yes. So uh, he had a quote. Oh, that's why, you know, people feel like not necessarily safer, but like more peace of mind. Like if you go, well, go outside and there are no birds chirping, it's like what's, what's happening, happening? <laughs> right? So like you just feel, you know, better when you you can hear at least birds but on a fundamental he said on a fundamental level it gives you the feeling of not being alone basically yeah nature sounds are the most common search so for me personally i do like rain mostly but i want it to be like in the city i want to hear like cars driving through rain i can always tell when it's rained outside even if i have all my blinds closed i'm like that is a tire with water on it (laughs) Because yes. <laughs> I'm so used to that from living in Washington. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a regular tire. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know the sound. Yeah. So pre-pandemic, Amer- uh, this is another quote. Pre-pandemic, Americans spent approximately 90% of their time indoors. Incorporating nature contact indoors is a simple and meaningful way to reduce stress. Let's get a little bit sciencey. <laughs> this is yeah. This is as much science as I could understand. I like it. I like the science. Okay. Give it to well, me. Well, get ready for my two whole sentences that I could comprehend. Lay it on me. Okay. So it's not white noise because white noise, it means something specific in mm-hmm. like engineering and all of that kind of stuff. White sound is a combo of every frequency. So basically white noise, like on your TV, is a way to test your system. So it's testing all of the frequencies at once, which is why you get all of the, the static noise. Okay. Um, but there are also things like brown, pink, and blue frequencies that are played at different amplitudes. That's all the science I got. <laughs> so basically, if you take white noise and you turn one of the frequencies up or down, it's no longer white noise. It's altered noise. Apparently. Exactly. It's a, Well, it's a, okay. So they call it white because when... Because white's a spectrum, right? Exactly. So you have the spectrum. When you have all the colors at once, it turns white. So when basically, you when away, you take it turns different colors. Yes. So when you take all of the sounds at once, it's white noise. That's really interesting. Is that why sometimes when it's not white, but like the screen will have like different colors on it and it'll be like rotating through the different colors? Probably. Has it ever done that for you? I mean, I know what you're talking about, but pro- that interesting. could possibly be why. I don't know. Interesting. Well... I'm going to say it's why. Okay. It probably isn't, but. <laughs> so I got a little list of some, if you're, you know, working from home and you need some like background noise, but you don't want to have like the TV on or something. Oh, so basically the perfect ambient noise or white noise will be altered just so that it's blocking out certain noises. So th- this where I got the list of websites and one of the guys created one of these websites, but it was basically an interview with two en- engineers who go out like into nature and find all of these like noises and set them up perfectly so that they drown out like street noise or whatever noise you want to drown out. So you shouldn't have to just crank up white noise because that's not going to do it. It's going to be loud, but it's not going to mm-hmm. like overpass. Drown out what you need. Exactly. It to, yeah. It's not like altering <laughs> the like noise around you 
basically. So you can turn up the different frequencies to make it a different color noise. I don't know if those are like technical terms with the like brown and pink and like fuchsia noise. Like I don't, I think people are just calling it that because we don't have a, a better word for it. It makes sense. Yeah. They were talking about that in the article. Like we, you know, when we're little, we learn the colors. And then if you, you know, add a little more of something that turns to a different color, but we don't have a word for that for noise because you can't see it. But wouldn't it be cool if you could be like, oh, I heard a red wind today <laughs> instead of like <laughs> I went outside and it was like rustling the tree. <laughs> it's like you could have a word that meant that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So they. OK. So a few websites. Coffivity, C-O-F-F-I-V-I-T-Y, is uh, specifically coffee shop noises, basically. Oh. It's a website I've heard of before. It's not one that I would necessarily recommend because I clicked through all of these while I was at work, just on my iPad with no headphones, just sitting there with, like, ocean waves coming <laughs> from behind the desk. <laughs> but, there, okay, so on Coffivity, there's, like, six options, and three of them you have to pay for, like, the premium membership, which is, like, $9 a month, and I'm like... Not worth it. No. Especially when there's free ones. Exactly. So that, that, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> rainy mood is fine. Actually, I don't know. Okay, so one of them was a, like, German website, and my iPad wouldn't load it. Oh. So I think it might have been that one. <laughs> but I do know which ones I did like. So noises.online was probably my favorite, because it's, like, super, like, engineered and, like, user-friendly and so they described this one as like you know use it to cure your wanderlust basically because you can turn on more than one sound at once (laughs) this one's fun i like this one you can turn on more than one so i turned on like summer night and bonfire and then i turned down the bonfire a little bit because it's like anytime there's a fire they turn it up really loud so it sounds like you're inside the fire and i'm like i just need like a background fire noise thank you i need a little crackling but I don't want to, like, burn myself. Thank you. Yes. So I turn down the bonfire a little bit, and then you have, like, bonfire noise and also, like, the chirping crickets, and it's a little, like, breezy, and it's really nice, and you can, like, it's fun. I like that one. You should check it out. <laughs> That's noises.online? Uh, noises.online, yes. I couldn't okay. get... I, there are two... No, there... Yeah, okay. So there are two thunder ones. One of them I f- don't think I could get to work, but also it could have just been quiet because there was, like far off thunder and then closer thunder <laughs> right oh but so like a rolling or a yeah but the far off thunder i couldn't hear anything so either it didn't load or it was just too quiet because i didn't have headphones so i was just listening to it on like my regular speakers <laughs> but i wanted to turn on like the ocean waves and then the thunder and like a little nice coastal storm going on <laughs> it's fun you can experiment with it in uh yeah i like that one my noise.net is the one that I was, one of the engineers that I was just talking about, Stefan Pigeon. It's spelled pigeon like the bird, but his name is also Stefan with like an accent. Pigeon. So it could be, yeah, like Pigeon or something. But MyNoise.net, that one was pretty okay. He has an app and I think the app is better probably than the website. I didn't download it, but the website was not geared towards mobile use (laughs) so like i couldn't move any of the sliders because like it's a touch screen so i touch it and then it just like pulls the whole page down (laughs) and i'm like i just want to scoot the slider down but that's the one where you can like adjust the different colors so you can make like different kinds of like 
it'll have, you know. Different kinds of white noise. Well, it's not. Not white noise. Colored noise. Yeah, you can have, like, different colors of the noise. But it'll be, like, here's, like, rain in the forest. And you can turn down, like, the rain. Or you can, like, turn up the birds or whatever. So, like, you can, like, each layer has its own slider, which is cool. And then, (laughs) okay. This one is wild. Ambient-mixer.com. Okay. So this is a user-generated site. So basically you create your account and you can download other people's noises and you can upload ones that you've made yourself. But uh, there's a whole Harry Potter section. So I spent some time in the Ravenclaw common room after I went to the Three Broomsticks and then had some tea at Hagrid's. Oh my god. I am a little bit... I have to check this out. Okay. Except, keep in mind, it is user-generated, so... With the three broomsticks one that I listened to was like people talking. Oh, there's a Scottish woman. She's laughing. That's fun. Who's clinking so many goddamn dishes? Because it was constant like fucking you're dinging two Mm. wine glasses together constantly. I'm like, that's not (laughs) you have to pick. You got to be more sparse with your dish clinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so. spruce it up a little bit. Like, yeah tin pans or so it is user generated rated so some of them are hit or miss but that one's fun because you can also like you know i had to check out my boy edgar Allan poe's writing desk oh yeah (laughs) like that's one of what does that sound like well there was a cat purring i'll tell you that (laughs) okay (laughs) and there was a cat purring there was probably supposed to be a raven outside was there a heart beating there was not a heart beating but (laughs) oh my god you just reminded me Okay. This one I sat there for like five full minutes just laughing out loud in this empty store <laughs> because in the Harry Potter section, there was one called Napping with Draco. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to know what that ambient noise is, right? <laughs> so I click on it. The mix is not great, but it's. it took me a minute to figure out that it was a heart beating so you're not napping with Nako. Na- you're not napping with Draco. You're like asleep on his chest and you can hear his heart beating. And also he's snoring. <laughs> the stupidest thing that I've ever just So sat not napping there and with, napping to. on Draco. Yeah, because you can hear the heartbeat. And I'm like, what's going on? That's creepy. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but there, there's that. There's like, that's in the like pop culture or like, movie section and there's like a book section and there's animals and nature and just like city noise and a bunch of that kind of stuff so there's like a lot of different things that you could find fun you get to be creative and be like this is what i imagine it sounds like on like dagobah or whatever you know <laughs> yeah so that was awesome yeah it's ambient mixers uh, ambient slash or ambient dash mixer Com. It was fun and interesting, and it's not going to be my go-to for ambient noises because I do that on YouTube. So I can't, I don't like the quiet when I'm sleeping. I can't do it. I was, you know, raised religious, and I'm like, there's a demon in my room, so I have to, I have, no, I have, to, I have, have to have some sort of noise on. But YouTube has some high-quality ones. I feel like I need to indulge in more ambient noises. Yeah. I like it. That's a cool topic. Yeah. Also... I find myself at work sometimes, like, wanting to listen to something, but I don't necessarily want to listen to music because I don't want words running through my head Mm -hmm. because I already have enough of those as it is. (laughs) And while I'm trying to work, I don't want external words. Mm -hmm. So maybe I will indulge in some ambient music or ambient noise. I need to look into that. Yeah. 
I, this is my least favorite ambient noise. <laughs> the straight car. Yes. I could just record this, like, out my own window for, like, three hours for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for my second topic? Yikes. It is ice cream. Yay. It was hard to research simply because it is so broad. Yeah. <laughs> and the concept of flavored ice goes back to forever. Well, flavored <laughs> ice is different from ice cream. It is. Uh, but the concept of ice cream came from flavored ice. Which the article I was reading said that ice cream's history began in Iran or Persia around 500 BC when they combined ice with flavors to produce summertime treats. The treat was mixed with saffron fruits and various other flavors. The most popular ice 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 cream, the most popular ice cream today in Persia or Iran is Bastani Sanadi. It is milk, eggs, sugar, rose water, saffron, vanilla, and pistachios, and it often contains flakes of clotted cream, which actually sounds real appetizing. Rose and pistachio is a classic yeah, combo. It's real good. I would eat the shit out of that. In America, probably. that would be a gourmet-ass expensive flavor because of the saffron. Oh, God. Yes. Saffron is so expensive. It is in America, but also, pro tip. If you want saffron and you don't want to spend like $12 for fucking three stems of it, just plant your own because it grows like weeds, basically. It'll take over your entire really? yard. Yes. You cannot get rid of it once it starts growing. Oh. Well, maybe I won't plant it, but uh, <laughs> I might plant it in its own little container. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Yeah. I, like I mean, it. it's so expensive because it only uh, blooms for like a week <laughs> or something. Ice cream came to America when Quaker colonists introduced the idea of ice cream in the 1700s. Confectionists sold it in New York because New York was close to Pennsylvania where the Quakers settled. Ice cream became popular throughout the world in the second half of the 20th century when cheap refrigeration became common in the household. So basically the invention of the refrigerator meant that ice cream could be a treat enjoyed anywhere all the time. Dairy Queen and Tasty Freeze were kind of pioneers of the soft serve game. There are... Lots of variations of ice cream. Do you know how the soft serve started? No. Okay. So basically, there was a guy. I believe he had an ice cream truck, but not like an ice cream truck like we know today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, he would like scoop out the ice cream and, you know, people would buy it. And then one day the refrigeration broke down or something. And he was like, shit, I have to get rid of this. Right. But then people fucking loved it. Once it was a little bit melted. <laughs> so he was like, how do I make this happen all the time? Interesting. I did not know that. I love food histories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you knew that because I did not. So in countries like the U.S., ice cream applies to only a specific variety of frozen, like a frozen cream treat. But around the world, there are different variations of the term ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it could be frozen custard, frozen yogurt, sorbet, gelato. To me, those are all very specific things that are not ice cream. Yeah, I know. I'm like, those are all distinct individual desserts here. But apparently in parts of the world, those can be used interchangeably, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like I said, for me, those are all very specific and separate items. Yeah. Some of the popular American brands, obviously, Baskin Robbins, Ben & Jerry's, here in the Northwest, Tillamook. Um, one of my friends, Delane, her parents found it in Texas recently, and they were real excited about it. So mm-hmm. they posted, which I thought was adorable. Uh, Dippin' Dots recently, or more recently than... Dippin' Dots is wild. <laughs> okay. It is. It's frozen little balls of ice cream. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it is the ice cream of the future. The future is now. It is. It's now. It is right now because Dippin' Dots... Do you Dots... remember the first time you ever experienced a Dippin' Dot? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. Oh, man. It was at the mall in Vancouver, actually. Yeah, with my I think ours was at the, at the mall, too. I was like, what is this? And then I remember for a while, I think McDonald's sold them. Probably. I feel like McDonald's sold them for a little bit. And then they went away. And then they made a comeback. And I saw them at Wild Waves. And then after I saw them at Wild Waves, they were fucking everywhere. <laughs> they have it at Wild Waves because that's where we went for eighth grade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're a thing now. Apparently, you can buy packages of them in the store. I didn't know that. It's not the same thing. No? I mean, it's the same. The, it's They're marketed as Dippin' Dots, but apparently... I've seen reviews and it's not the same thing as if you just go to the okay. Dippin' Dots location. I was going to say, because the ones in the Dippin' Dots location are like literally frozen balls. Yeah. like But like straight nitrogen frozen balls. What happens if you buy it and like it melts on your way home? Like it's not going to be the same experience. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So so those are some famous ice cream brands. Obviously Dryers, Briars, Haagen-Dazs, also huge here in America. That's kind of all the little factual factoids I have about ice cream. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out. My favorite flavor mm-hmm. is strawberry. And my favorite wild flavor is cotton candy. Which isn't like really that wild when you think about it. But no. the color is fucking wild. I mean, it's cotton candy colored. But it's a, oftentimes like bright blue and bright pink. And typically those are not natural colors you want to put in your body. <laughs> well, no. I do uh, enjoy the, you know, the ice cream truck cotton candy popsicles. What? The cotton candy, cotton candy like bars. On a stick. The, like, swirly ones. I do not know what you're talking about. You might not have had ice cream trucks as often as I did. No, we <laughs> had them at my grandma's in Longview. And we'd go there occasionally. But I yeah. usually got, like, the Pikachu with the eyeball gum eyeballs or oh, something. Oh, I did not. I usually went with the Great White Shark until they discontinued that. It was a lemon lime in the shape of a shark. There was something else I was going to say about ice cream. This is 2020. And, obviously, I like ice cream in its original creamy form. But there are some cool options now for, like yourself, the vegans of the world. Mm-hmm. I had some coconut milk ice cream the other um, day. I'm going to put a little asterisk here. It's not actually ice cream. It is non-dairy frozen dessert <laughs> most of the time. Because legally they cannot use the word ice cream. Because there's no cream in exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there is cream, but not like cow there's cream. There's not cream. There's blooded up cashews. It's, <laughs> it's not the same thing at all. It's not. It is cashew paste. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, so... Which okay. one did you have? The Cocoa. I think it's Cocoa brand. I don't even know that brand. I'm not a huge ice cream person anyway, but... It came in like a black ribbed container. I've seen the brand before. I've not seen that. It had a coconut on it. I do like the almond milk ice cream. They have a couple almond milk ice creams I've had. I don't specifically remember the brands, but I do recall them being good. I don't know that I like almond milk ice cream. It's just so hard. Like, you have to let it sit out. I prefer cashew, which is also firm, but I don't think it, like, melts down as quickly. I like it just because it's a little creamy texture, and it's a lot lighter and less dense than regular ice cream. Yeah. I prefer the cashew milk. Is it so delicious? Possibly. That makes, like, a chocolate truffle cashew milk one. It's so good. The so delicious, I think, is the coconut brand I had. Okay. Well, that's not cocoa at all. <laughs> I'm going to fucking find Dude, it. Dude, Archer Farms from Target has some non-dairy flavors. They have a birthday cake cookie dough that is so beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> until I'm allowed to go back to Target. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, because I completely forgot that it existed until this moment. But I will eat anything that is birthday cake flavored. That is my favorite flavor. It's birthday cake ice cream with 
birthday cake chunks and also cookie dough chunks. Oh. Yeah. It's amazing. That sounds real good. My favorite ice cream sandwich place here in town is Ruby Jewel. Mm. Have you ever had Ruby Jewel? No. I've never even heard of it. Oh, God. They're so good. (laughs) It's homemade cookies with ice cream that they make in the middle. Yeah. Delish. I think they have one that's lavender ice cream in between two chocolate chip cookies. Or not chocolate chip, but chocolate chunk cookies. Mm -hmm. That's my jam. And I would like to try that. That sounds great. Yes, I would like to try that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... Hugh, yeah, I'm not a huge ice cream person, but if I'm like in the mood for ice cream, I'll just like go to the store and find some flavor that sounds good. Or occasionally I'll just buy a box of like the Tofuti cuties because they're like a small size. It's like a basically half of a normal ice cream sandwich. It's just like a couple bites and it's just the like coconut milk ice cream and then the chocolate cookies. Tofuti cuties? Yes. That's adorable. Yeah, yeah, sometimes (laughs) I'll get a box of those and be like, I really want ice cream and I'll just have one of those. They need to figure out how to do some like soft serve. Actually, there is a place around here that's not open because of the pandemic, but NAMI is a really good like vegan, gluten-free, all of that kind of stuff bakery. And one of their things that they're like known for is the soy NAMI. Which is like so- tsunami, you know, but soynami. Yeah, soynami. Yeah. And basically, they have like non dairy soft serve. I don't know if it's coconut based or what it is, but they have the soft serve and then you can make like floats or just like get a cone or whatever. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. That. I love that people are coming. Like, we have the science to make these things now. Yeah. My favorite flavor ice cream is cake batter, it goes with your birthday cake, anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's surprisingly difficult to find in non-dairy options, though. The only one I've seen is the one at Target. My favorite Blizzard ever. I have two. <laughs> one, the Strawberry Cheesequake from Dairy Queen, and the Cotton Candy Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen's the only place that makes Blizzards. <laughs> I know, but, like, well, like, some places make Concretes, which are like a Blizzard, but not. I mean, a McFlurry is like a Blizzard. It's all the same. It's just a milkshake that you eat with a spoon. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much minus the liquidity yeah okay well that is my conclusion for ice cream do you have anything else to add probably but <laughs> i'll cover that when we eventually get to an update episode since we have nothing else to say about ice cream go ahead and check us out on twitter or instagram at yes dude podcast if you listen to us on soundcloud leave us a review and if you listen to us on apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating and a cool little comment if you like us as people go help us out a little bit i am going to finish my coffee and watch more goldbergs (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make sure my audio sends to you this time and go make some food because i'm a little hungry yay it's my birthday episode and we didn't want to say anything about my birthday jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) do you have another one i have four (laughs) that went real far Uh, nicole has party poppers (laughs) I do. I'm still smoking. Happy birthday, Em. Thanks. Go eat food. I'm going to go eat food. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.